0: I'm pretty excited about seeing myself in them, even when they're being a devil, <laughs> it will just be funny in a way to just look at them and see a mirror image of myself. And it's going to be a mirror image, look out world, because I'm recreating myself.
1: Today's episode, we discussed starting the IUI process to become a single mom by choice. Triggering topics may be discussed that's coming up on this episode number 17 of the Living Her Legacy podcast. Hello, I'm Jill Sutton, and welcome to Living Her Legacy, a podcast that features heart-to-heart conversations between mamas who are navigating everything that changes after having children. Right now, let's give ourselves grace to change, to let go of what no longer serves us, and unapologetically take up space. This knowing and owning our self-worth is the key to living a fulfilled life. Our best life. Don't just leave a legacy. Live one. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, would you please share it with someone who you think might also enjoy it? On whatever platform you're listening on, there should be a way to copy the link of a single episode that you love and send it along to a friend or family member. Also leave a review. This takes no time at all and it really boosts the credibility of the show. I know how you read through the review before you buy those Amazon leggings. Your words have an impact. Lastly, if you find it in your heart or more like your wallet to support the podcast in a monetary way, I do have a donation link set up in the show notes. If you feel inspired to do any of these things, thank you so, so much. If you just want to listen quietly each week, I also thank you because you are making a difference for me as well. Hello, and welcome to Living Her Legacy podcast, where we celebrate and serve mamas who are living their best life after starting their family. I'm Jill Sutton, and thank you for joining for episode number 17. Come connect with me on Instagram at Jill G. Sutton or at Living Her Legacy podcast. Both are linked in the show notes. I'd love to see you over there so we can have more of a two-way conversation. As mentioned before, the podcast is coming to YouTube. You'll be able to watch previous episodes and future episodes being released. Make sure to sign up and be notified of when that launches, and you can find that link in the show notes as well. Today, I'm blessed to talk with Kelly Sutton. She is, in fact, my sister-in-law. We discuss the first steps in her journey to becoming a mama. We talk about her hopes and dreams, as well as her fears of this huge process and life change that she is embarking on. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Kelly. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Living Her you See podcast. I'm so excited to have you i'm so Um, excited to be here i just want to do a quick little intro on you because we have a unique relationship unlike a lot of my podcast guests usually they're friends or acquaintances but kelly is my closest friend my sister-in-law the auntie to my kids my running partner my personal kombucha maker my confidant (laughs) my editor And my biggest supporter. I can't imagine life without you. I love you. And I'm so excited to share your story. (laughs) I'm so excited too. So, Kelly Sutton, now that people know you're my sister in law, tell me a little bit more about who you are, where you're from, what you're all about.
0: Who I am Kelly Sutton. I'm from the southern side of Charlotte, right inside South Carolina. I grew up in. Went to Clemson, moved around for my company, came back home eventually, and that's where I am. I work at a mortgage company and times are up and down, but it's good now. Awesome. You've been with them for a while? Yes. About five-ish years.
1: Yeah. About five-ish years. I love it. All right, so this being a podcast kind of for mamas or about mamas, I'm curious, I mean, I'm not curious because I know, but let's let's dive into why you're a guest on this podcast.
0: Well, I'm not a mama yet, but I have begun this past summer, so the last few months, my journey with IUI, which for those that may not know, it is intrauterine insemination.
1: Yeah. That is one that we don't hear often. Probably IVF is more heard about.
0: Correct. But this is not dealing more so with egg retrieval and things like that. It's just me and the donor.
1: Okay. So tell me your situation.
0: I am 40 years old. My situation is I live alone, single, and decided I want to do this. So I sought out a fertility doctor. I don't know necessarily that I am fertile or not, but that's who you go to. So I went through a fertility doctor and long story short, here I am. I was able to find a donor that my closest family and friends helped me pick through a cryobank out of California and I had my first cycle this past weekend. So the question is, am I pregnant or not? I don't know yet.
1: We'll find out in about 10-ish days. This is so awesome. I, obviously we've had several conversations about this, but just want to condone you for the bravery it takes to be at this place where you're just like, I'm doing this. This is what I want for my life. Mm-hmm. and why not i mean for those that know you know how meticulous you are about everything and how much you love my kids and take care of them as if they're your own and you've always done that with any any kids in your life you are going to be the perfect fit for being a mom so i'm so excited for this journey thank and you. we're like in the waiting game right now which is so hard so mm-hmm. Let's kind of, I mean, this that's a lot to unpack right there. It's a just, lot there, it's mind
0: blowing, really. I can't, it is mind blowing. I can't even sum it up in a podcast, right?
1: <laughs> right, but I'm trying. I think, even just like the what it took to get to where you are, like now, mm-hmm. mentally overcoming like a lot of things. And I mean, obviously, you probably had some fears and insecurities along the way, but you're doing Oof. it. So mm-hmm. let's kind of maybe talk about that. Cause someone might be listening that saying, Hey, like I've always wanted a family. I'm, you know, set in my career. I've got a good family, you know, support system. This, this is what I want too. like, what are some of the things that you had to overcome on your like journey? What are some fears or thoughts that you might have? Oh, what have I not thought of?
0: I had someone tell me the other day, why are you even thinking that? And I'm like, so that I don't stress out later. That's why I'm thinking it now. So, so, so many fears, but I could go on and on about them. My my biggest thing it was like, what if I lose my job? What if this, what if that? Being a one-person household. But once I got over that, I was able to say, okay, let's do this. I'm going to do this. And I mean, it really, for me, took a lot of just very close-knit support for Mm -hmm. family, close friends to say, yeah, you can do this. It was just, just a little, I just needed that little push. Mm -hmm. But once I did that and said, I'm doing it to myself, then it's a thing. For fears, I would say my biggest help is to write them down, not to focus on them, but it helps me To show I'll be okay. When I write them down, I think, okay, this is a fear. For instance, being overwhelmed, like in the future down the road. That's that's just one of them. But how can I overcome being overwhelmed? Ask for specific help, have a tight support group, have help ready, talk to as many people as I can, just these little things. And I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can breathe now, I can go to sleep. But writing it down just helps me to see that it, it'll it be okay. Yeah. Not to focus on it, but yeah. but, that, but that is one of them. What's one other fear? Another fear, let's see, I would say short-term would be miscarriage. The M word, mm-hmm. I used to call it, and I will touch on that. About 10 years ago, I actually had one. It was an unplanned pregnancy, but... I was ready to go. I I mean, Mm -hmm. after that positive test, ready to go, I'm doing this, let's do this. And it ended up being a miscarriage. And it is still a new thing that I can't even say that word. For the longest, it was the M word. And that's Mm -hmm. why I used the quotes because it was just scary to even talk about it. I was actually listening to a show the other day on Netflix. It's completely unrelated to this, but it is, it was a comedian. Her name is Eliza. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing the last name correct. Singer, maybe. Schler- I, I don't know. Anyways. We'll put it in she- the show notes. <laughs> yes. Yes. She said something at the very end in closing, and it was just, it was about, she had a miscarriage. And she said, I'm not saying it, you know, to just go on and on. I'm saying it because I have a microphone and it's common. And that's what I've learned over time. This is such a common thing. I mean, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but about 25% of pregnancies end up in that and no one talks about it. Mm -hmm. And it's so scary. And you think you did something wrong and it's terrifying and it's your whole world is crushing down in that moment. And there's nothing you can do, but you think you did something wrong or you think something's wrong with you, or you think something's wrong with your Mm -hmm. partner. And it's not, it's just, it happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that having happened 10 years ago, still, it's like a thought in my mind every day, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna get through that and it could happen again. And it still will probably wreck me, but not derail me. It will be, I will be able to cope. And that is the number one on my list, miscarriage, <laughs> actually. And I will be able to cope because I'm, talking about it I'm normalizing it and mm-hmm. a lot of other people are just like on Netflix specials because mm-hmm. it's, it's a thing in our everyday life whether it's a comedy show or a podcast like we we need to normalize that and let everyone know that it's okay there's nothing wrong with what you did now I will say that I want to be able to say I've done everything I can do which mm-hmm. is why I am Taking my medications, I'm taking my prenatals. I'm talking to my doctor. I'm talking to the experts. I am eating well. I'm drinking well. I'm trying to hit 88 ounces of water a day. I don't know why. Ooh. It's just a random number I came up with, and that's what I'm sticking <laughs> with. And I have to use bathroom a lot, but that's fine. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be able to say I did everything I could do.
1: I think that's just it. Like you're doing everything in your power to make this as successful as everything. possible.
0: Everything. And if it happens, it happens, and I'll say keep it going. And
1: mm-hmm. I've done what I can do. I think that's really powerful to be able to speak on that just because like you said, it is, I believe the, the percentage still is about 25% or one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And I really can't imagine, you know, the emotion that goes through your mind, your body. And, and what else do we do, but say, what did we do? What did I do wrong? Right. I did something wrong, but to know that that it's that's not the case. That's not mm-hmm. the case. Many times that is just how it ends. So I, I agree with you. I think it is super important to normalize and to be able to talk about it. I think we see a lot of surface stuff, and we don't know the deep feelings right. and hurts that a lot of people carry around with us. But if you think about one in four, that's that's all of your friends, <laughs> right? That's exactly. all of your friends that that mm-hmm. have maybe tried to get pregnant or are trying are probably carrying some of that with them. Mm-hmm. I really like that you kind of write these down and address them. I was actually in a call last week with Kathy Heller and she had on Andrea McLean, who is from the UK. And she used to be a host of like the British equivalent of The View and then Good Morning America. And she kind of was telling her story she ended up having like a nervous breakdown, like right before going live on one of the shows and, and said, I'm done. Like I'm done. She did the show, went home, said I'm done. But what she wanted to start was her own podcast and her own circle for helping women. And her podcast is called this girl's on fire. And one of the things she did that she talked about prior to, you know, quitting, she had like 20 years into the TV industry. Like she was everyone knew her. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Well-known was what she called. Let me, let me read it. Cause I want to make sure I say it right. The blueprint for failure. So she'd write out mm. the blueprint for failure. And that was any, what if that she had in her mind, she'd write it down and, and tackle it. What if, you know, mm-hmm. what if this happens, then what, then what, then what, then what, then what, and she'd get to the bottom of it and say okay that's the worst that could happen mm-hmm. you know And she had mm-hmm. it her whole book so again not to dwell on these fears right. but to address them I think is a mm-hmm. healthy thing especially when you're going into something so big and life-changing as bringing a child right. into the world like obviously right. it's not like oh whatever it's like no that we need to address these things and take the steps necessary to and not just my life
0: but a little
1: baby's life yeah Another life. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's awesome that you're that you've been able to do that and work through it. And obviously new things are probably gonna come up, but exactly the support system around you mm-hmm. is huge. Being honest mm-hmm. about those things and open with the challenges. Right. I think again, like, you know, we're surrounded with a culture that wants to show you not reality, you know. And don't I don't talk about this and yeah, yeah, everything's perfect, everything's put together, but what we really crave as society is realness and being able to have these like real conversations. Support. And support from each other. 100%. I've even told
0: my boss, my boss's boss, my boss's boss's boss. And some people are like, oh gosh, why did you tell your employer? Can you, can you recent, can you go back on that? Can you say, oh, and I'm like, no, the amount of support I received was Mm. so worth it. I left my office that day, just beaming with cried with, and I hope I don't cry from this, but it was, it was so needed for me that day. And that's what I am. I'm real. I'm a little too real sometimes, but
1: that's me. Aunt Kelly. But I think <laughs> that they, I think that people would, would say that you're, it's really a breath of fresh air to have mm-hmm. you because mm-hmm. he actually you know. did say that by the way, he said, Oh, <laughs> well, there
0: you go. Said, so your energy
1: is just so giving, and I was like, "Oh, that's true." But- so that connection that you had, that openness that you had with your employer and your mm-hmm. boss's boss's boss, right? Um, like telling everybody meant something to them. I mean, it really right. did. And it it's meant a something common back thing. To you. People
0: have kids. So many people have kids. Yeah. My boss has kids. My boss's boss has kids. So it's okay to talk about it as long as you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I also live in a world and an industry where I'm proud of it. And I can say that I get that some are looked down on that or some employers may pick and choose opportunities and projects based on that, but Mm -hmm. mine does not. And I I realize that that is a blessing that not everyone has. And I am able to open up in that way because Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm.
1: I do think that, and and I hope that, you know, through the pandemic, a lot of companies have changed um, mm-hmm. their viewpoint on that work-life right. balance. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we kind of would hear the, the funny stories about Zoom calls where the kid comes running mm-hmm. in the background of the CEO's <laughs> office and right. it just makes life more real again. Mm-hmm. It just kind of brings mm-hmm. it back to like, yes, we're running a company and this is a business and it has to succeed, but we're also moms and dads. Right. Aunts and uncles and grandmas and grandpas. And we're just a huge mix of people that, right. that have other things too that are going on in right. their life. So, you know, I I definitely think you know it's a blessing to be working for an employer that understands that and like exemplifies that in themselves too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So exactly. That's really cool. So mm-hmm. We kind of talked about your fears. Let's kind of switch gears. What are some of the things you're looking forward to? I should have written this down
0: so I don't have to say the word, but family. Yeah. I've always wanted my own. And I'm going to have that. And that's really exciting. So,
1: yeah, I I cry like this. I didn't bring the tissues to my (laughs) dad's.
0: I cry like this, whether it's hormones or not. So don't think that this is.
1: (laughs) But yeah,
0: I've always wanted that. So I'm going to have that. That's amazing. And I would just say little things like uh, going back to the miscarriage. What I'm really excited about he- doing at first is hearing a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That will just be amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: And other little things like throwing a ball or painting their nails or mm-hmm. boy or girl, because we're going fishing. We're playing football. I don't care if you're a boy or girl. Like we're we're doing, now they don't have to do those things later in life, but we're just going to do all the things. Mm-hmm. So those are things I'm looking forward to. Going back and looking at some of my pictures when I was little and just like kind of recreating that almost. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited about seeing myself in them. Even when they're being a devil, it will just be funny in a way to just look at them and see a mirror image of myself. And it's going to be a mirror image, lookout world, because I'm recreating myself. Not a lot of influence, like, I mean, influence, but not, you know, in the home. So no. yeah, they're going to be like me times 10, but, um, <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm so excited for that. I'm to say I'm excited for them to be bad is weird, but that is what I'm excited about. Mm -hmm, It's mm going to test me and it's going to, what I hope to bring out the best in me.
1: Yeah. I obviously can't wait because I'm going to be an auntie again. And I'm so excited for my girls to have another little bean to play with. I really can't wait for your just entire pregnancy journey, which is going to be kind of fun because I've already hired you out to be a reoccurring guest on the show, because I have a feeling that people are going to want some updates from you. Good segue for that. If somebody Mm -hmm. wants to follow your journey, are you posting about Mm -hmm. it yet? Are you like talking about it on social media? Like, is it something that you would do?
0: I'm not posting about it yet, but it'll be soon, especially if it's a positive test coming up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So not yet, but maybe by the time of airing and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I will let it unfold. I am on Instagram and Facebook, Kelly A. Sutton, Kelly with an IE, by the way. And so that might be spoiler, spoiler alert for what I'm incorporating into the
1: name. (laughs) But
0: that's all I'm giving. Perfect.
1: Okay. I'll put that Mm -hmm. down too in the notes so that if people want to follow you, thinking about having, you know, your child and living your life, really creating and living your best life, what does it mean to you to be living in your legacy? I would say that
0: is a very loaded question. (laughs) It's
1: a deep Um, question.
0: I would say to sum it up, simply living my truth. Mm -hmm. So just being able to look myself in the mirror and saying that I gave it all I had and that I was honest with myself about Mm -hmm. what I need mentally, physically, emotionally. That's so, so, so big. I, I also think that is a very large aspect of of my fears, but that I am addressing daily Mm -hmm. and will continue to, but just being able to live my truth, being honest with myself and Mm -hmm. authentic, Mm -hmm. honest and authentic. I think authentic is is a big thing for me. And
1: that is just me living my best life. Yeah. I agree with you. I think authenticity is again, a scarcity Mm -hmm. and something that our kids need to see, right. You know, for just creating a healthy life and a best life for them, you know, to know from the get-go that they don't have to put on this facade. They don't have to be somebody that they're not or something, Mm -hmm. somebody that someone else tells them they are, you know, how Mm -hmm. often when we're younger, do we get someone that says, Oh, you're really good at this. You should do this. And then it's like, Mm -hmm well, I didn't do that. So I failed, you know, we have these kind of weird thoughts, but I do think, yeah, being, being able to look yourself in the mirror, like you said, and say, I did everything true to myself Mm -hmm. and I have no regrets. I think that's huge. Mm -hmm. That's it. I would also
0: like to say, I'm very proud of you. That's what I want. Oh,
1: thank you. Yes. So let's just say next time we hear from you, we'll just kind of recap on how you're feeling at the time. Thank you for showing up today and being authentically you. The most costly thing you can do is to be real. And I appreciate you.
0: That's me. And I appreciate you.
1: All right. I'll see you next time. Okay. Love you. Love you. I want to thank you guys so much for joining today. I really appreciate Kelly's honesty and openness in discussing her hopes and dreams of starting a family. Tune in next week to hear from Kendra Swalls. She is a marketing strategist for photographers. She has a company called Girl Means Business, where she helps mompreneurs simplify their marketing and maximize their results. You don't want to miss this one. My mission is to encourage you in that whatever season you are in, you can live with purpose and fulfillment. I want every mama to feel empowered with the ability to create change in order to be living your best life. A wonderful, free, and easy way to support this podcast is to follow and subscribe. What that does for you is bookmarks this podcast at the top of your page, wherever you listen to your podcasts. It will also update to show you the latest episode released. What that does for me is it gives me the chance to be ranked in the podcast charts. Please also leave a star rating or a review. Not only does this help boost the credibility of the podcast, it also helps new listeners get a better understanding of the show. Plus, it gives me feedback on how I can make the show more enjoyable for all of you. There is a chance that I may read your review on a future episode. As a reminder, new episodes will be posted every Thursday. If you're interested at all on being on the podcast, please check out jillgsutton.com podcast. I'd love to have you on the show. Your voice can change the world.